Hello everybody, welcome back to Cut to the Chase. Today we have episode 6 here for you, but before we get into it, I wanted to use this platform of mine to kind of raise awareness since this month is Suicide Prevention Month. With that being said, I have here a message from the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And this was for National Suicide Prevention Awareness Week, which was the second week of September. But I still feel like it's a great message, so I wanted to share it with you guys since it also goes for the entire month. In the era of COVID-19, as we all try to protect our mental health and cope with uncertainty, it is more important than ever that we be there for each other and take steps to prevent suicide. You don't have to be a mental health professional to make a difference. There are simple things we can all do to safeguard our mental health, and you don't have to do it alone. From learning the warning signs for suicide and what to do if you're worried for somebody who is struggling, to advocating for smart suicide prevention legislation, to having a hashtag real convo about your own or others' mental health, to bringing education programs to your community, we can all learn new ways to help each other save lives. Together we hashtag keep going. I thought that was a really nice message and I just wanted to share it with you guys since we're all going through the same struggles right now with COVID. It's easy to lose your mind during these times and I think that it's always good to check up on somebody um, no matter how you're feeling or how they're feeling. I would always just recommend reaching out to a friend that you haven't talked to in a while and just ask them how they're doing. It's never a bad thing just to text somebody or call them or FaceTime them and just ask them how they're doing in life and have a quick conversation and it might really it might really impact how that person is handling everything right now so thank you for listening to that and as we move on today's guest is a lifelong friend of mine I've known her for a long time um, so long that I actually call her my sister and she practically is my sister uh, today's episode is basically us shooting the shit and just joking around like we always have done. So without further ado, please welcome Josie O'Keefe. It was better than TikTok. I just don't understand why they got rid of it. Um, I don't know what happened. I think like, I want to say Twitter bought it and then never like brought it back. I don't know what happened exactly, but I, I know that Twitter did buy it. I'm pretty sure. And then it just went under and they just stopped, like, caring about it. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe, like, all the influencers from Vine moved over. Yeah, now they're on TikTok. Yeah, but before then, because there wasn't TikTok. TikTok well, they're probably all on. raging pedophiles. I mean, <laughs> I know one of the one of the big Vine influencers was Chris D'Elia. And he's having a tough go at life right now. I don't know if you know who that is. I have no idea who that is. He was a comedian, and he had, like, um, people just came out with allegations of him. Oh, I do know who he is. Yeah, that guy. What show was he in? He was in You for, like, a season, which was, what's super ironic is I'm pretty sure in You, he plays, like, a pedophile character, hmm. and he's, like, almost getting accused right now of, like, almost the same thing he did in that show, I think. Which is fucked up. But, I haven't watched you yet. Yeah. I haven't either. I just know that from reading this. I heard it's really good, but I just, like, don't want to get Accused into it. Accused of exposing himself? Where? I think he, um... I want to say he, like, emailed 
girls back in the day that were younger and he tried to get them to hook up with him or something but that's tough i don't know it's it's tough go but with fucking tiktok what's so annoying is today i went to dunkin donuts and i saw up on the wall they were showing they made a drink for charlie d'amelio is that what her name is like one of the tiktok influencer girls who's like 16 and they have an ad for her and you have to you can order it through the duncan app and it's like a cold brew with whole milk and um i think maybe i have no clue yeah she got an ad though tiktok star charlie d'amelio debuted a super sweet charlie cold brew recipe with dunkin donuts and it tastes like sugar high huh i mean i wish that i could do i wish i I could dance on tiktok and become famous enough to get my own dunkin donuts oh my god i tried to do yeah to get anything realistically but you know that song um first of all First of all, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the fact that they're using her as a spokesperson for Dunkin' Donuts, you need some, like, New England guy. It's like, this is my fucking coffee order, kid. Yeah, that's wearing a Bruins hat yeah. with his stomach hanging out. Exactly. The fa- Like, where is she from? She's not. Oh, she's she- from Massachusetts. No, she's not. That I think that was the picture where it was taken. Oh. I don't know. Wait. Um... Everyone knows Charlie runs on Duncan. Can you just Google her? She probably has her own Wikipedia page right now. Oh, I hate people. American dancer. That's what they call her. She's from Connecticut. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, she counts. She can do that. I'll, I'll give it it's to her. It's just so she's... crazy that she's 16 and that's 2004. She's 16. She was born in 2004. And she's probably making way more money than we are. So she's probably making way more money than I'll ever make. Yeah, From ever. dancing on TikTok. Ever. That's just preposterous. Some of the TikTok dances make me cringe. I mean, was she just like one of the? F- she was just one of the first like people to really blow up on it. That's crazy though. At least she's from. Um, at least she's from Connecticut. I was I was gonna get pissed because I thought she was from like, I don't know, California Wait. or something, and I was like, they're really using her for a Dunkin' Donuts spokesperson. Isn't she the one hanging out with Kourtney Kardashian? No, I think that's Addison Rae. Oh. I follow Addison Rae. I would feel weird following her. She's like 16 years old. So was the other one. No, the other one's 18. Oh, so that's you like, don't two years that's the, that's the reason why I'll follow her. I feel weird following people that young. Because you're watching a 16-year-old dance around. Yeah, well. It's Literally like, in no clothes, imagine, probably. Like, I would be, if my daughter got famous from being a TikTok dancer, I would feel a little weird because, like, I would just know she has... 6.5 million subscribers and i'm pretty sure so i'm guessing that's youtube but maybe on tiktok i don't know that's just the thing that's popping up in our wikipedia page but imagine thinking as her dad like my kids moving around and all these weird people are probably watching her you would there's some think weird, that there's some weird no, people probably you would totally her. think that but the thing is that if your kid is bringing in a I bunch of money dough. i'd be like okay fine I feel as like as I you just get anxiety. Thank God. You don't know get what? naked in front of the camera. I don't. I don't <laughs> wanna. I don't wanna think about being a dad. It's gonna give me anxiety. The thought of having children. Oh my gosh! I don't think I'm gonna let my kids have social media until, 
like they're 18. Yeah, but then they resent you. I know. I don't want them to, but I just feel like, at least for me, right? I know that, like, social media gives me anxiety and also pisses me off and, like, kind of depresses me. So I actually recently turned off my notifications for Twitter and took my the app and like put it in the back of a folder so when I open up my phone I can't see it in the front on either pages and I haven't used it for like a week and a half almost two weeks and like it feels like there's a big stress lifted off my shoulder just because I'm not reading why don't you just delete it I think I might like I should I deactivated during quarantine there was yeah. a I think it was a month span maybe a month and a half where I literally deactivated everything yeah, I know. I remember when you you came back from that. I got like a follow. It was like wants to follow you again, or something like that. I was like, I yeah. thought you followed me, but I think you told me that. No, I deleted everything. It's good. It's a nice, good refresher. It is. You, I'm telling you, dude. It's it's also weird because I'm pretty sure there's studies that like when you get likes on stuff, it causes like dopamine to be released in your yeah no biologically i I remember in high school when i would want to post an instagram or like talk to my friends about posting an instagram they'd be like the best time to post an instagram is midday because that's when everyone's on your phone and that's where you get the most likes and i was like what well that's (laughs) like that's a theory right so think think about being now a 16 year old tiktok influencer and you're getting all these likes like what's that when are you gonna fizzle out at some point and then all of a sudden you had you were in your you were in the spotlight and you were younger and then you get older and like look what's happening to fucking Britney Spears right now, she's going off the rail. She she's had, been going off the rail since like two thousand. She had all this fame and she was in the spotlight at what a young age, early twenties, and then now she's what forty something years old, and <laughs> free Britney. Yeah, maybe she she's forty right. I don't know. No, but when you start spiraling out of your um, TikTok videos, that's why, you, that's why you do Dunkin' Donuts ads. Keep your face out there. Then what's going to happen when Charlie D'Amelio's 38 years old? You know what? I just I, I hope that her family keeps her together because that's tough. Imagine being 16 years old and you have all these people. That's a lot of pressure on you. You know what I mean? And like you just said, if you were her parents, you'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Bring in the dough. But at one po- at what point do you think like that could corrupt you being a parent? Because you're looking at when it she shaves her head and starts beating a car with an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm going to draw the line. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, Britney Spears. I hope you're doing OK. Obviously, something's going on with you. Yeah, right. Shout out to Britney Spears. Free Britney. <laughs> At least her music's still up on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. I don't even know what the whole like deal is. You said that she signed her rights, Trevor, over to her dad for all like her something like that, right? When I saw videos of her, I thought they're like saying that she was like secretly getting abused or something. But no, I was like, I have no clue. What is the Free Britney movement? What is it? I don't. I. I've heard of it, but I just, like, haven't read into it. Um, she filed court papers calling for her father to step down as her conservator. 
Is that the right word? <laughs> as a legal concept in the United States, a guardian or protector is appointed by a judge to manage the financial affairs and or daily life of another due to physical, mental limitations or old age. So pretty much Britney Spears is under the age of 18 at this point, and yeah, her dad she, is her still her yeah. guardian. She signed it over to her dad. But she didn't just recently do it, right? Can you look up when she did it? Because right now she's filing to get back her rights. But I don't think her dad's probably like, no. No, I'd be like, hell no. You've yeah. lost these. Doesn't she have kids? She has two kids, right? I have no clue. I don't know. 2008, the contra, uh, conservation ship also known as a legal guardianship, was implemented after Spears experienced several several mental breakdowns. <laughs> I'll never forget when she beat the guy with the umbrella. I don't even know that video. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just... <laughs> it's, so, it's so bad, but it's like... Like, you shouldn't be laughing about this. Obviously, we ha- she... She had problems. She has mental problems, yes. It's But the thing is is that when this is something that is leaked out to everyone in the world, like people are going to people are going to joke about it. Green umbrellas. That was a hol- people oh, did that for her- like Halloween costumes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be um, that for Halloween next year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was when she went full baby head. Just yeah. shaved her head. She shaved her head and then that night I'm pretty sure beat. Yeah, I up remember. Her car. I remember when she shaved her head, but I don't remember her beating a car. I do remember seeing, like, one picture of her, like, getting out of, like, a, a limo or something. And it was on the front cover of, like, a magazine. They had to, like, bleep out her crotch. Yeah, their cooch out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor Brittany. Oh, dude. Oh, my oh, gosh. She's smiling while she's cutting my Look how happy she head. is. <laughs> what is up with... um? Why do women, when they have mental breakdowns, want to just cut their hair off? I don't I know. I feel like I've seen that a couple of times. Um, I'm not I've seen just this being, multiple yeah, times. I'm not just, like, making assumptions here. It's either it's like, it's like either haircut or a different hair color. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I was like, look at all, all these girls coloring their hair, like, dyeing their hair, like, colors not like normal like colors no that like, were no- like neon green yeah or like purple and stuff i mean like, like that. do what you want oh no, yeah that's fine do but what you want but the i thing- saw a bunch of them a bunch of people dyed their hair during quarantine and i was like i think quarantine's starting to like affect people well no because you also got to look at it this way when people redo their hair they get this whole different like persona yeah and they feel really good about themselves so after she went a change from, like but she went too far. She went from 20-year-old pop star to Avatar The Last Airbender in like 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Don't even compare Aang <laughs> to Britney Spears in 2007. He had a couple of mental breakdowns, man. Yeah, but he was already bald, so you couldn't tell. Yeah. I didn't realize that that show... So all the characters represent dif- different ethnicities. Aang was um, a monk from Tibet, and then... Katara and Sokka were supposed to be, like, they would have most likely have been, like, Inuit, like, uh, mm-hmm. tribes from the Inuit tribe. Um, the Earth Kingdom, I did, yes. So the water tribes are Eskimo, Native American, Samoan Islanders. Fire Nation, Japanese. Japanese, I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. And then Earth Kingdom was, like, Chinese, so Toph would have been, like, part of, like, the Chinese royal family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I was like, that's pretty cool. Oh, Sun Warriors based on ancient Mayans. Because, like, watching that show, I'm, I'm like, I think that Aang's just Caucasian. I could tell that, like, Sokka and Katara obviously are. Did you ever see the live one? Yeah, it sucked. I didn't ever. I just haven't watched it. I went and saw it in theaters, and it was awful. This, uh, it, it, it kind of gave it a bad rap. Dude, when this came out on... Netflix. Netflix. I would really crap myself. I was the happy. I watched it all within the course of like a week. Yeah, it's it such a good quarantine. series. It's such a good series. Smoke a bowl. Watch Avatar. And watch the last Avatar. Airbender. The first season is a little like um, slow. It's a little slow, and like you, the the animation. If you go back and watch it, it's, like, older. Like, if you start watching yeah. book three, you can go back the first. Because the first season was 2005, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh... No, um, the last one the last season. is my favorite. I like watching from, like, book two. So, there's, yeah, obviously there's three books. You have the water, earth, and fire. But the middle of earth, uh, book two of earth until the end of the third season is really good because when they go to like bossing say from there on is just it's pretty good. yeah it's good i don't know the last three episodes where it's sozin comp sozin's comment yeah best one it's crazy well the thing is is i wish they kind of made zuko a part of their team a little earlier i wish on. they did too and they zuko is my favorite i liked him I don't. I don't like him when he has his hair up in that weird ponytail. And that weird. Season. Doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah. They won an Emmy for outstanding animated program, and outstanding individual. What is that? Um, outstanding individual achievement in animation. Lake Lau guy. I want an. I want Appa. That's such. That's I want such a, a cool bison. concept. They would just fly bison. around on that bison. That's the thing is I'm pretty sure they're trying to make um, – Netflix is going to make like a live-action series with it, and I don't think it's going to do well. I'll it, still watch it. You can't compare. No, you can't. Like you can't compare it to the show. I'll still watch it. And they'll never – I, unless they do do a good job. I said do-do. <laughs> <laughs> unless they do a good job. I do, 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 do not. Yeah, what do is it? Do you do, do not do you. <laughs> yeah. You no, you do, you do, you do not do you. <laughs> Unless they really like nail the motions and like the the CGI for the different or like bending different elements, I don't think it's gonna look. Well, no, good. I feel like because I haven't seen the live action movie of it, but yeah. I've seen the trailer and it just looks, it looks bad. It is bad. Well, it was bad acting. Yeah. And M Night Shyamalan kind of fucked it up directing it. But I feel like if they did a live action of the series now yeah. with the technology that we have. Well, that wasn't that long ago. It came out in, tw- in 2010. Ten years ago. It's a lot of stuff. The thing is, though, too, is in the movie they had to they packed all of the first season into the movie. So it's an hour and 43 minutes and it's the entire season. So the first season, the f- entire first season, book one water. They didn't ever do another one. No, because I'm well, I mean, it sucked. But yeah, it's tough because they 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 put everything into there, and then they definitely miss some stuff. Like I don't remember the Kiyoshi Warriors. I do. Being in in the oh. movie. Oh, in the movie. Yeah, and like Suki is one of my favorite characters. Four point zero out of ten stars. 
Damn. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it was weird. You're like, who even are those people? You wouldn't know any of them. There's not one person on that list of cast members that I... No. I don't know any of them. One of my favorite, like... I think one of the best parts of the series is... I didn't really get it until I watched it over again, but I, like, love Uncle Iroh. Yeah. He has a bunch of wisdom. He reminds me of Tom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That, the stuff that he says is so wise. So wise. Ridiculous. Oh, Uncle Iroh. Like, you can't say that 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 could be Tom. It could be. I mean, Tom's looking plump. Tom's just grow his hair and beard out. Just like that. And then he'll be fine. Yeah. But his... At, so when they get to bossing say like one of my favorite episodes is that episode lake loud guy when they get to bossing say and he kind of gets zuko over the whole chase down hunt down the avatar thing and then he finds a flyer and while they go try to find appa they uh zuko finds appa first and uncle iroh like has a whole speech to him like what are you doing like you never think what you're going to do to the next step. Mm -hmm. He's like, you always do this. You had the avatar in the North pole. And then what? He's like, if they didn't save you in the snow, you would have died. It's like, you never think one step ahead. And then basically it was just, it was so like heartfelt, but he was like grilling him. He was like, are you even living like your own destiny? Are you just living the destiny that your dad wants you to fulfill? No, it's deep. It is deep. There's pretty, there's a pretty deep moments in that series. Even when, like, Zuko stands up to his dad, that's, like, one of the most Amazing. badass scenes. Because he shoots lightning at him, and he redirects yeah. it right back at him, and then just disappears. And then just, like, shoots it back. Yeah. Yeah. No. That was sick. Whoever came up with this concept is wild. Like, the creators of Avatar are awesome. Bending elements. Yeah, like, honestly, I might have to watch it again. Yeah. I just, I throw it on, so, like, I used to throw on The Office just for, like... Yeah. Fuck's sake. And now I uh, I watch the Avatar. I'll just throw on Avatar. YOLO, give me a break. I love it. No, I started watching that 70s show when I go to bed. And then yeah. I finished it. You already got through it? Yeah. What's your new, like, just show to watch? Um, Power. I literally bought a Stars. To watch Power? To watch Power. I heard it was a good series. So good. Is it? It's still going, right? It's still running. Yeah. So like they ended the first, like part of it, and that like the final episodes of Power, they ended that one. Yeah. And now it's like, um, what is that down below? The ghost. Something about, um, Power. Power book, book two, two ghost. Yeah. That's like the second one. Mhm. I don't know. It's crazy. Fifty cents. Fifty cents in it. It's great. Omari Hardwick. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I need to, like, finish season. I think it's season six that I need to finish. I've been watching Drop Dead Diva. I don't know what that is. You wouldn't. My mom showed it to me a while ago. It's with this lawyer. I don't have cable anymore. It's like one of those Lifetime shows. Of course. (laughs) Lifetime. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have cable anymore. I just have Netflix and Hulu. I bought a Roku over quarantine. Best thing I've ever bought. They're awesome. Yeah. I like Roku's better than Fire Sticks, too. 
I like Roku. Roku's good. I like it's got the, everything on there. Yeah. And more. I like the idea where like YouTube has YouTube TV and my dad has YouTube TV and I I like the concept of that where you can like watch you can still watch live TV. Like I think you stream into the channel or something. Well, you I don't can know do that on Hulu if you pay for yeah. the extra for the extra money. Yeah. Do you have Hulu with ads? Well, yeah, I do, but my uncle's wife, she has the Hulu account that's downstairs in the living room. Yeah. So we watch. She pays for the extra one. Yeah. So we have live TV on it, which is good because, like, if football's on... You can watch football. I can watch football. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure I can get Red Zone or something or the NFL app on my Roku and just yeah. watch it from there. Yeah, you can because you can download a bunch of apps off of that. Well, yeah, Hulu plus live TV, 60, 50, 60, yeah, 55 bucks 55 a month. 55 bucks a month? It's crazy. I pay for the, I have no my ads. own, I have my own Hulu account too that I have upstairs in my room. Do you have the, uh, like Hulu and Spotify deal? No. I'm pretty sure you can buy, or is that only for students, Trevor? The Hulu and Spotify? I know that they were going on. Look at that one right there. Get Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN for 13 bucks a month. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I got but it's definitely, it's de- yeah, it's definitely Hulu with ads. There's no way they're giving it to you for 13 bucks. Get no. the bundle. I wonder if Disney, is that just a partnership with Disney or does Disney own Hulu? That would be crazy because Disney owns everything. I don't it know. It makes sense because Disney owns ESPN that that's there. but it, They do? Oh, look up what Disney owns. Disney owns everything. I'm not even, like... Disney literally owns everything. You'd be surprised. They own the rights to Star Wars. They own I knew the rights they had to Star all Wars. the Marvel I didn't movies. know they had National Geographic. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that until I had Disney+. Plus. Every company that Disney owns. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. ABC, ESPN, Touchstone Spit Pictures, Marvel, Lucasfilm, A&E, The History Channel, Lifetime, Pixar, Hollywood Records, Vice Media, Core Publishing a lot Star Wars Muppets Grey's Anatomy yeah, Grey's Anatomy what Pixar oh yeah because it's on ABC yep Indiana Jones franchise they own so much that's insane I just don't understand they have so much money yeah what's like, messed up just give me some money <laughs> what's messed up is like the granddaughter of Disney like Walt Disney himself has less of a net worth than the uh, CEO that just like retired recently. The family set for life. The family set for life, but the CEO that was running, like Disney, um, like the CEO that was running the Walt Disney Company, I'm pretty sure he just stepped down recently, and a new one's running it. But he had like a net worth that was way bigger than like the actual kin to Disney. Walt Disney himself. So imagine being the granddaughter. I mean, she probably, she has millions of dollars, but imagine being the granddaughter and you're getting like, I don't know, tens of millions of dollars and the CEO has like hundreds of millions of dollars getting paid from the company. Oh, he's worked for it. Walt Disney family feud inside his grandkids' weird, sad battle over $400 million fortune. Damn. Accusations of conspiracy, mental incompetence, and financial disconduct. Plus insinuations of kidnapping and incest. Hmm. 
fly faster than frozen merchandise off shelves as Brad Michelle Disneyland go over battle for their inheritance. Jesus. There always has to be something. So they're about what? So today's worth about $400 million. Pretty sure the CEO is worth like $400 million himself. But I think the individual grandkids are worth less than... They think they're combined worth $400 million is the thing. That's insane. He just he just grew up... Uh, grew up. Yep, Bob Iger. S- Jesus, $690 million. Former CEO of Disney. I don't even know what I would do with that amount of money. He's 290 more million dollars than the actual family just i mean i could guess why you could get but again he like probably worked for it yeah so like let him a corporation though let him have his money that's crazy imagine running a company this the chief executive officer of the walt disney company that is absolute insanity i feel like i wouldn't be able to sleep at night no i wouldn't i wouldn't think that my life was real no he's probably like he just has like he's going through the motions at that point. Like you just start to become robotic with business, or maybe he was, I don't know, laissez-faire, if that's the right word. Just laid back, just let everything go by itself, and he just had the money. That's what I would do. Sit back and relax. Sit back and relax. Going to wherever you wanted in the world. Yeah, like I said, I don't know what I would do with that amount of money. What would you buy? If you had one million dollars, and you had to spend it, like all of it, not all of it, but like I you couldn't, couldn't save you couldn't it, just save it. Like if you won one million dollars, and they're like, you need to spend most of it. What's the first big item you would get? Probably buy a house. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Yeah, I would definitely. I don't know if I want to buy a big, massive mansion, but I, I wouldn't would buy want a, a mansion because I don't want to have to clean it. Yeah. I'd want a house, though, for sure, and just get over with paying it completely. I'd want, like, a nice little ranch, maybe on a lake, <laughs> in New England somewhere. And then I'd probably buy an Audi, Audi R8. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> that car would go so fast. So fast. It's like you have this little ranch that doesn't look super expensive or anything and then and every pull weekend are the just like oh there's the r8 pulling back in <laughs> yeah. my neighbor just has this ranch and an r8 mm-hmm. i would definitely do a house too a house, house a nice i would like a lake house that'd be nice because you'd get the i love lake houses yeah like you... that's where I'd, i like i do like beach houses don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but lake houses are so much better you get the best of both worlds because you get the summertime with the lake and the warm weather, and you can go jump in the lake and have a boat. And then in the wintertime, you can go ice skating and ice four-wheeling. Fishing, ice four-wheeling, fishing, four-wheeling, snowmobiling. Yeah. All that fun stuff. That's what I would rather have. Yeah. And also, having a house on a lake, like, the water doesn't erode the land as much. So having a beach house, if you're, like, close to the beach, the ocean's just constantly eating it's away constantly at the land. It's constantly going. Yeah. You know what's crazy fact is I learned in geology and um, college I took as an elective. It was hard. I thought it was going to be an easy class. I'm like, rocks, cool. It was actually super hard. Our teacher had a crazy method of teaching us, and it was a tough class. But I learned that 
in order to save the beach from eroding away, you want to plant grass in the sand. So when you see the sand dunes and the grass and everything. Oh, that's why there's grass in the sand yeah, dunes. They hold. So when the grass is planted in there and they grow, their roots hold the ground together. So the sand doesn't just get all washed away. It's crazy. Huh. Look mm-hmm. at that. You learn something new every day. Yeah. College. College. <laughs> what a trip, man. Yeah. I've been learning a lot of new things lately. I started, um, I got an app. Well, first, I started, I wanted to read a book, right? But book? I don't have time to read, so I started listening to audiobooks. So first I went off of Apple, and I had, it was like, it's like $15 a book. And I was like, ah, that's going to add up after a while. So I got, like, an account with this app called Audible, mm-hmm. and I listened to books. The first book I listened to was called Atomic Habits, and it was about how to change just like little habits in your life and how over time they can help add up and make like your life better. And like it talked about various different habits that people have, like say you're not a morning person or like smoking and stuff like that. Like it was just saying like small victories every day can help lead to better habits and it basically broke down scientifically how habits are formed and how the brain just like follows itself you don't have to do something for 20 days for it to form into a habit so i didn't hear that specifically in it haven't you heard that i have heard that yeah i've heard that like multiple times yeah so like think of just like the tiny habits that he's one of the things he was talking about they talked a lot about like i don't know like meditation and how it helps with like just breathing and health and it can calm you down and how you can like throw that in there. So it's like what's your what do you usually do when you wake up? Like for me on a weekday, if I wake up and I have work, I'll wake up and I immediately like brush my teeth. At least that's what I do. I have like a routine. Like I do brush my teeth first, then I'll go make my breakfast if I did or make my lunch if I didn't make it the night before. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have a set track thing that I just do in the morning. Mm -hmm. And it is, like, almost just one long, like, big habit because when I wake up in the morning, I'm just kind of on autopilot. Yeah, I get that. No, when I I wake up, well, because I don't normally work until, like, I don't open until 4. Yeah. Sometimes go to work till either 2 or Mm 3, depends on what day it is. So I normally don't wake up, especially because I come home from work late. Yeah. So I don't normally wake up until... 11 yeah that's okay i wake up i look in my fridge for like five minutes go to the cabinet see if there's anything in there and then go back to the fridge (laughs) (laughs) it's dude i swear that happens though you're have you like you look at the fridge every single time i walk past it look at the fridge and then you close it and you wait five minutes and then you go back to the fridge and you open it hoping that maybe something new popped up but it's but really it's just the same stuff that it's you not. just saw. I share a fridge with two other people. So there's three people in this one fridge. Yeah. I have one drawer. All that I have in that drawer right now is two zucchinis that I grew in my garden. There you go. That's all I have. I haven't gone grocery shopping. Are you proud sh- of those zucchinis, though? Yeah. They're getting a little... I think they're getting a little old, so I chop them up and I feed them to the bunny. There you go. The bunny eats all of the old food that I forget about in the back of the fridge. The bunny must be nice having like a a pet responsibility like that yeah it's just easy yeah 
She's cute. Do you think you could do a dog by yourself? No. Not at where I am right now. Yeah. If I was going to... I want a dog. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the car for a dog. And I just... I live my work schedule. Yeah. It makes sense. I think one of the um, best things that I've heard was, like, Trevor told me one time, he was like, I've witnessed it firsthand, like, I know a lot of young people want to get dogs, but, like, they don't realize that you're usually really busy at this age, and they're like, yeah, I want to get a dog, then they get that dog, but then they also start, they forget that they have a social life, and they want to go do things, so then they, like, neglect the dog, kind of. And, like, I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't no. want to leave it at home. Like, the bunny? I can't creating, like, putting an animal in a crate. I just don't like it. Yeah. But I have a crate for Door's always open. She hops around in my room 24-7. Goes into her crate to do her business. Comes back out. So, is the crate, does it have a bathroom in it, or is it the bathroom? It has her litter box in okay. it with, like, paper shavings. That's yeah. what she goes to the bathroom on. But then the floor is also paper shavings because she does like to pee in the crate. Just a little tangle. That's all right. At least she doesn't pee in the room. That's, That's like all the I care about. Yeah. I just got to clean the crate once a week. That's it. awesome. Does she, like, hide under your bed? She'll stay under my bed and then, because she sleeps under there. She likes the dark. Bunny's, yeah. like, being in small, dark places. Yeah. But when I come in and I open the door, she comes out from under my bed and runs up to me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I would think if I had a rabbit, I feel like it would just, like, hide in the corner of my room, and I'd be like, um, hey. And I let her do her thing. Yeah. And then when she wants to come out and say hey, she jumps up in my bed. I pet her. She likes the pets? Yeah. Yeah. They don't purr. They purr, but it's, like, a weird teeth grinding thing. Oh, really? I was going to say, like, maybe, like, their body just vibrates or something. No, she, like, grinds her teeth. That's her purring. That's like cats are weird in that sense. Cats are weird in most senses. <laughs> <laughs> they're I don't trust like that. Cats are cats are weird. They're fake. They're fake. Yeah, they're honestly they're assholes. One of the craziest things I've ever heard is like that cat has like basically a treaty with you just because it knows that you'll fuck it up if it tries to eat you or you feed it yeah and you clean up its shit yeah but if if a house cat i'm pretty sure i've seen the stat was like if a house cat was the size of a like a lion or something it would be like the deadliest predator on the earth just because they're so smart and they're just so agile imagine this like literally owning a lion no remember mowgli yeah Remember when Mowgli used to go on the, on the couch in the corner, like on the the armrest thing, cat hated and scratch me. it, and you walk past it, and she would he would jump on top of you. What was wrong with that cat? I don't know. Why didn't it like anybody? I don't know. I used to get scared that it was under my bed, and it would grab my feet. Then he run away. I don't know where he went. He just took off. When we moved to Georgetown, he like he was out. He was an outdoor cat. Yeah. And he just never came you, back. You guys would let him all out all the time in that first house. In Middleton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would just bull and then come back. Who knows? He he always came back. He was declawed in the front, too, but he could still climb trees. That's it's messed up. Like, think about that. Cats, you don't have to do that with dogs. Cats, you have to, like, declaw, declaw them. them. Or they'll scratch the shit out of you. Or your belongings. Yeah. 
fuck that. No. Dogs are just like, oh, hey, buddy, I'm here. I don't you know. There's some mean? dogs that can be jerks, though. Remember that Great Dane that bit me oh. that one time? That, I remember that. Like, so you don't really remember towards, like, your earlier childhood. There's I not remember a lot that of things. vividly. Well, yes, because it was such a traumatic event <laughs> for you. But that was such a traumatic event for me, too, witnessing that, that that's burnt in my brain. Yeah, and then my mom got me a Spider-Man hat, and I was fine. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I got bit by a dog, too. Remember I got bit by um, my mom's friend's dog? The German Shepherd, were you there? I want to say her name. Was it? But it starts with an A. No. She had a German Shepherd, and um, I went to go pet it, and it was hiding. Maybe under I the... do remember. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I'll tell you the name after. Yeah, I don't but know. Yeah. I went to go pet the German Shepherd. This is over at Mill Street. I went to go pet the dog, and it was like it was hiding under the table. And I, as soon as I went to go pet it, it just, like, jumped out and bit me. And I still have a scar. I don't know if you can see it from over there. But I have a scar right here from her. The canine went right into my, like, hand. And I was like, holy shit. It happened so fast. And they pulled out. my. I just had, like, a quarter-inch gouge in my How hand. How old were you? Oh, man. I remember I had to play football. I think it was like 2009, 2010. Oh. So it was like 10, 12 years old. I don't yeah. Know. I probably, maybe I do. I like, I remember it didn't hurt a lot, but I remember I like, I cried because it was like, I was like in shock when it happened. You know what I mean? That's how it always is. And I could just like, I could see inside of the cut and I was like, what the fuck? And you're like, no. Yeah. But did you see the whole thing with OBJ and pooping? I guess there's rumors that OBJ likes to get pooped on. <laughs> I don't know if I can trust. I think I have him on one of my fantasy football teams. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone already, Barstool already made shirts, I'm pretty sure, that had, like, number 13 on the Browns, and it said Cleveland Steamers. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Cleveland Steamers. I love how it's that, and then the next one, a kid in Taiwan gets latched onto a kite and got launched into the stratosphere. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, play that video, Trevor. (laughs) I saw someone at the beach yesterday there kite kite surfing, and I was like, what if that thing just pulls you up in the air and takes you away? You're done. You're done. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. He's going. It's like that. Oh my gosh! It's like that inflatable thing that. Oh, they grabbed him real quick. It's like that inflatable thing that stands out of the car dealership, where it's like wacky waving inflatable arm too, man. Yeah. Look at—he's literally floating. I can't believe he held on. He was holding on for life. Imagine if he let go at the the apex of that like swing. He would have launched like forty feet. (laughs) Like Brady, what if he left launched right there (laughs) and it just like whips him? (laughs) That's I mean. What would you even do? I don't know. Don't worry. It's okay to watch, by the way. The kid is perfectly fine. Okay, so I don't feel like an asshole laughing. (laughs) That kid will never forget that moment in his life. No. Never forget that moment. Cleveland Steamers. Odell Beckham Jr. is trending because he allegedly likes to get pooped on. Yeah, you like what you like. Do you like to get pooped on, I guess? I guess that's your thing. That's your thing. I, I mean, there's something for everyone. See, this is how it starts. This is some podcast, I think. 
Oh, oh god. Oh no. I guess oh god, no matter how low you put it. No, they're still screaming. Oh, so if I say allegedly to anything, it's okay. It doesn't have. It doesn't matter. I can barely shit in a public restroom. I'm not shitting on someone's chest. I, that's why I say like I don't know if that's a hundred percent true. I feel like as a star of that like class, he's. I wouldn't, I don't know. You know, like, we, like we, ta already. we talked about this earlier with Britney Spears, right? Yeah. Maybe a, like a star at that power, like high class, like maybe you like something crazy. But then again, like if I'm Odell Beckham Jr., I don't think I'm going to let that chick shit on me because she's definitely going to tell. And also, if you do like to get shit on, you're probably going to have people sign like, no uh non-disclaimer deals so they don't just like tell people oh yeah i would definitely do that exactly if i was rich like him definitely that's tough obj enjoys girls taking dumps on his chest what the fuck see what's messed up in today's day and age is like say this is yeah this is the same podcast right these two and their friends on Slam saw the viral. Never mind. Hold on. So they talked about on this po podcast. I'm pretty sure didn't they talk about how one girl like gave blowjobs to like seven different Phoenix Suns members in one night or something? Like I don't know what's going on in this podcast, but there's a lot of dicks. That's takes. a lot of dicks in your mouth for one night. Hot takes going on. Jesus. They all have a type. So you mean there's someone for everyone. Yeah. You either like getting pooped on or you like getting uh, community blowjobs with your teammates. Bumpkins. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, so what was I? I was talking before about I would, I've been getting into reading books. And so I read one of the books. This was Atomic Habits. And then the next book I listened to was... Um, Extreme Ownership, which is by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin, who are like U.S. Navy SEALs. Mm -hmm. I finished that one today, and it's basically just how to be a leader and how to like how to act and have a leader mentality. And a lot of it is like holding yourself accountable, even when. So, say you're a leader. They're talking a lot about if you're a leader as a Navy SEAL and someone in your group fucks up. You hold yourself accountable for their mistake because you should have made sure that they're in that the right position. Happen. Yes. Yeah. So it was a lot about that. And then they would talk about a lot of what goes on in the business world as well. So that book was really good. And then today I also read another one or didn't read, listened to another one. Um, this one was shorter. It was called Caffeine by Michael Pollan. I'm pretty sure. And it basically talked about coffee and caffeine addiction. And he wrote a book about what it was like going through caffeine withdrawals. It was crazy. And like mm -hmm. the stats they had on how um, coffee and caffeine started. They talked about coffee and tea and some soda. 
So I don't even do caffeine anymore. Yeah. Here's a drug we use every day. We never think about it as a drug addiction, but that's exactly what it is. It was crazy. What he encountered with it, one of the things I learned, right, was so they think that, um, I forget what the actual plants were called, but like the original uh, coffee and tea plant, they say that they create caffeine as a defense mechanism against other animals because a smaller animal that eats like the straight caffeine will kill them like insects like it'll kill them so that's why they make the chemical and they said that with bees they think that they found studies with um tea and coffee plants as well as some citrus plants release the chemical for caffeine into their pollen so that bees get programmed to get it like almost addicted to it so they come back to that plant more often to pollinate them more which is crazy i was like what what am i learning right now but that's what's awesome about books is like i just learned something crazy There's just new. so many so much different information you can get from books literally yeah i don't know i tried to read books over quarantine i just couldn't I would start a book, and then I wouldn't go back to it, and then I'd just start another one. Yeah, that's why I, I, I don't have the time to read, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I go to work, and then I come home, and I'm usually working on, like, the podcast or something. Like, literally, when I come home from work every day, I'm, like, writing stuff down or whatever, and I just don't have the time to read, yeah. and also I get impatient and, like... I, I can read, but I'm just like a slower reader. I'm, you such know a, I mean? I don't, I'm such a slow reader. Yeah. So getting that information by listening to it, I feel like I was like, this is awesome. Because I usually listen to like podcasts at work because I can. And so now I'm like, usually every Monday, I'm, I'll listen to a book and gain information. There's one book that I want to listen to I have in my library. It's called The Book of Five Rings. And it's about a samurai master back in like the 1600s i believe and he wrote down the book to look it up it's called the book of five rings by something i want a samurai sword well he it's like a whole the book of five rings uh, is a textbook on kenjutsu and the martial arts in general written by japanese swordsman miyamato musashi (laughs) I just butchered yeah, that. But, no. but around 1645, and I guess the whole book, there's five different texts or scrolls, at least that's what it said when I like looked it up. And one of them's like, it's basically the art of like using a sword, I'm yep. pretty sure. I have to listen to it a lot more. I haven't even listened to it yet. Let me know how it is, although I might on, go be up. I think it was, yeah, they show them right here. Book Earth, chapter serves an introduction and metaphorical discusses martial arts leadership and training as building a house book of water chapter describes his style um it describes some basic technique and fundamental principles book of fire refers to the heat of battle and discusses matters such as different types of timing the wind chapter um, discusses his schools of sword fighting and the book of the void is a short epilogue describing um, his Zen-influenced thoughts on consciousness. Huh. Yeah, let me know how it is. I guess, like, 
the thing is i heard one of the reviews on it was like a lot of people take it and obviously it intrigues people who like want to do be better with that skill but people also are able to apply it to various um stuff things in their life like aspects of their life yeah. yeah and like businesses use it too so no honestly during quarantine i almost bought a 450 dollar samurai sword <laughs> up a hampton beach no i was <laughs> <laughs> like the only time i've seen a samurai yeah. sword is in like headlines no, headlines or, in yeah. hampton beach headlines in hampton beach no because i was just watching a bunch of kill bill Oh, yeah. And it just made me want to be able to do that. So I almost bought a samurai sword that in the description said, can cut down trees. <laughs> so I was like, great, I'll go outside and help my grandfather You do yard work. I, dude, I wouldn't want to use... With my samurai sword. I wouldn't want to use this sword, though. I feel like it'd just be so beautiful, and I wouldn't want to... Maybe, like, some fruit ninja shit, but I'd I'd feel bad... Definitely fruit ninja Hacking stuff. away at a tree. Well, yeah, and obviously. dulling the blade. But I mean, if you're gonna have one, you might as well use it. Might as well use it. That's gonna sit on my room. Oh, I'd I would accidentally cut myself. I'd probably get really wasted one night and be like, "Look what I could do." Oh no, <laughs> that's the worst thing you could possibly do. That's what would probably. <laughs> <laughs> I can't work on the bar at work without cutting myself when cutting an orange. And you're like, and <laughs> I want, I don't know, a three foot samurai sword. Yeah. Those things are nuts, though. They I would will. do Fruit Ninja. Honestly, yeah. That'd probably be one thing that I would do. Imagine being a samurai and fighting. I feel like that's what I would want to do. They were top warriors of their times. I want to, like, know how to do karate and, like... I don't think... Samurai sword. Karate. Karate. <laughs> I want to do, like... If I was going to do karate or some sort of... Um, self-defense i'd probably do like jujitsu jujitsu yeah Yeah. so like imagine being able to break a piece of wood with your head yeah sometimes i feel like those videos are fake they have to be there has to be something that like is done yeah to the piece of wood that's what i'm saying but then you see that guy that was on like america's got talent that was smashing no that smashed watermelons with his head I mean, watermelons are different than just straight yeah, cinder blocks constantly and Constantly going back, just whacking your head off a melon. Alright, well, I feel like Kill Bill, she killed a lot of people very fast. Oh, she did. That first, the first volume, yeah, when first, she shows up at Lucy Liu's place, yeah. and she it just goes Destroy. black and white, and she's literally just slicing through everybody. What was that song that was playing in the background? I feel like we used to sing it all the time. No, there, I, because I watched a movie recently and I saw that. I saw the like the movie. I forget what song it is. Oh. Um, but like, oh, it's gonna, it's aggravate the piss out of me. Yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue. I forget. Uh, the song that she type in Kill Bill. Lucy um, Lose. What was it called? The Crazy Eight. When they, yeah, the crazy when she goes eight. to Crazy Eight. No. Hold on. I'll just have to look it up in the IMDB thing. This scene's insane, though. I'm telling you, Quentin Tarantino movies are like... They're awesome. The best. Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards is so funny. So funny. And it's so good. I can't find this song. I know what you're talking about, though. 
I'm gonna look for it because it's gonna kill me. Like I know the one song that's in there is that that bang bang song. Is it that one? No, then? that that's when like you shot me down, bang bang. A girl sings that. It's something like weird. Oh, oh my god. It's Oh woohoo. It's woohoo. Yeah. 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 I remember I because I watched that recently. That used to be this uh, the band the song used to be on um like a commercial I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it did. I forget maybe like an insurance commercial or something, but I remember it always pop up. This part always cracks me up. She's literally walking around. She's the only white woman in that this literally looks so distraught. Oh, she sticks out like a sore thumb. Tarantino loves to just make his movies so violent. But it's like a good, like, it's like action-packed violence. The two Kill Bills are really good. I like the second one. My favorite part of the second one is when she goes up to the mountain and meets the the master. He's like one of my favorite characters in the movie. Yeah. And then he's that, so ridiculous. That bitch fucking poisons him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hated her. Hated her. Honestly, I think the first time I ever saw Kill Bill, I think I was probably seven years old. Yeah, seriously, I was young when I first saw I was it, young. too. Dude, she snatches her other eye out. Yeah. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that whole first, like, that whole scene of events is fucked up when he, like, um, Bill's brother gets the money and he opens it up and there's, like, a black mamba inside of the bag of money and it yeah. bites him and then he dies and then she comes back she yeah, digs she herself out of the grave and she's literally in the box hand yeah, the up hand, against the box and the going punching boom, through boom is that a mac miller video did you know that yeah i didn't know that until like self-care. two weeks ago self-care like i love mac miller Momentum and then i saw that I, was like, I love mac miller even more is that what it says on his coffin i don't know yeah it's right in the beginning he like well, no, he starts doing it through it. Yeah. This was right. He made this and then died. Really? Yeah. Like he, it was, it's creepy because the saying that he has, that he carves into the casket has to do with something with like death. The expression memento mori developed with the growth of Christianity, which emphasized heaven, hell, and salvation of the soul in the afterlife. Hmm symbolic reminder of the inevitability of death that's crazy like that gives me goosebumps i'm really getting goosebumps right now because the fact that he had that in his coffin in that music video it's creepy there's some weird coincidences with people and their deaths and that that i don't know that stuff freaks me out like i literally have goosebumps thinking about that because he was such a beloved figure so sad that he's dead i know i want more music from him (laughs) like (laughs) I mean, they gave you that last album. I know, but like, it, I've listened to it over and over again, yeah, nonstop. To where like now I need, I need something new. To where I've gone back to his older stuff, like yeah. the kids album. Yeah. Spins. Kicking incredibly dope shit. The spins is a good one. The spins is like my favorite song from That's that. One of my favorite songs from that. They found fentanyl in his cocaine. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But the thing is, was he doing fentanyl with it, or did he just? Probably, get a bad probably, batch. Probably was doing fentanyl with yeah. it. I feel like if you're, he was if into, you are, he was into drugs. If you are a wealthy person, individual. 
you can 2010 you can get good drugs <laughs> yeah that was that came out the 10 year anniversary for kids was last month last month that's crazy so he was around for eight years yeah. i'm pretty sure he died close to 27 i think he's like part of the 27 club i think i could be wrong told you i'm shooting for at least 27 oh. 23 now what did he make? It's only five seven. So what is that? That is twenty six. He was twenty six. Twenty six. Mac yeah. Miller died at the age of twenty six. God damn. Dude, Kurt Cobain, twenty seven years old, one of the greatest musicians ever. It's crazy. I don't. Amy Winehouse. She's a part of the twenty seven club. She was part of the twenty seven club. Yeah. I thought she was thirty in her thirties. Wait, wait, Mac Miller has a song named 27 Club? Probably. I didn't see that. Damn. Go back to the 27 Club death names. Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse. 27 when he died? Oh, yeah. Young, dude. Robert Johnson. Brian Jones. Jimi Hendrix. Janis Joplin. That's a sad one. Jim Morrison of The Doors was 27. Oh, Holy I love shit. The doors. He was 27 though. That's crazy. Jim Morrison? Yeah. I didn't really He looked older. I thought he was old. He, yeah, what? Yeah. Why is it all these like good young talented stars? That's the thing is like maybe when you get all that fame at that young age, like 27 isn't that like isn't that old no it's you're not. you're not even to 30 yet think about this right we're less than like five years away from being 27 you're gonna be three years from ah. 27 <laughs> i'm gonna be four years in november i'm only 23 but i feel like i'm 37 yeah i feel like i'm deteriorating and they just lived a, a life of fame a lot of them was drug overdoses. Yeah, Amy Winehouse was actually from, I believe, she was from, she was English. I knew that because when I was in London, um, next to where I lived, so London, the city of London is basically like a bunch of towns. It ingested a bunch of towns over, so mm -hmm. like the different zones of London, like one of the, next to where my school was, was Camden Town. And they had a statue of Amy Winehouse there because I think that's where she was from. Oh, wow. So I saw that. I was never truly a big fan of her music, but she has, like, such a unique voice. She has a great voice. Great voice. Like, I like a few songs. Like, I like Valerie. Yeah. And then Back to Black. Yeah. I don't really like the rehab one. I just know rehab because it's, like, the big. That's, like, the big song. Yeah. But she has such a unique voice that when you hear it, you know it. Oh, yeah. Dude, the wings. She got a lot of tattoos. She's big with the wings. She had that, like, snooky hair. The poof. Mm. I haven't... Have you seen the... Um... Yes. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly what you're going to ask. Yes, I have. I want to see it, the Jersey Shore reunion. Okay, so I bought them. 
Really? Off Amazon Prime. Oh, no. From one of my very good friends. I asked her one day if I could have her Amazon Prime account, and she texted me back and was like, "Is it emer- like thought it was an emergency?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, I You're need." You're like, "I need to go." I on need the dark to buy web. Jersey Shore Family Vacation. <laughs> I just finished the regular seasons on Hulu, and now I need to buy these. And I bought all of them. Oh, uh, what was? It's just so crazy how like shiny their faces are now that's what i was thinking i looked at i watched highlights of it and like you can tell like they've done stuff to their face angelina doesn't even look like she used to angelina anymore polly looks weird too polly's face is shiny but he's still looking good his face looks like it's like sucked back like he he did something to his face Vinny looks great Vinny always looks like jwow's still hot i don't care what anyone says but you can see in Snooky, like her lips, her and Dina, like all their lips. Are... Oh yeah, no, they're bad. They look. They did. They must have done you Botox lips, or something. You know whose lips look like that. Who? Oh. <laughs> <You're your grandmother. laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> it's just like, the Joker. They go out further than their, their noses. Oh goodness. <laughs> Um, Why didn't Sammy didn't come back on her and Ron would have been. No, because now she's like, in a, I don't know. So I watched was, it a lot with my uncle's wife at home. Yeah. And every single time we watched an episode, we had a question or anything. We would look it up. So I know probably way too much. Of, I love trash TV. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I could binge watch trash TV all the time. It's funny to watch. It's very entertaining. Jersey Shore will forever be like, I remember being in like. We were in middle school. Yeah, I was when in it middle school, out. and we were like, "This is so cool!" Like, people were like, "We want to be like them." And like, I remember my dad was like, "Well, I think you just like the show, but you don't actually no, want to be like them." You do not want to be like. I mean, they have definitely made. Oh, they have money from it, but good it was like themselves. But like, other than that, they got famous off of being a shit show on TV. So funny. That's why I liked watching it. There's definitely a bunch of drama and shit, but. When Vinny and Polly started becoming friends and just hanging out and like separating now. themselves, they got married. Both of them did. No, they're married to each other. Are they really? Literally, Pops, if you look it up online, if you look up Vinny, just look up yeah, or if you just looked up Vinny's name, like how it says like their, who their spouses are, how many kids, and like all of that. Just Vinny from Jersey Shore, yeah. Well, it doesn't say it anymore. It literally, I swear in my life it said it. Maybe go on Polly D's. But, like, I laughed so hard because they got married in one of the Jersey Shore um, episodes. Family well, reunion They episodes. had that show. That's not there anymore. But I saw it and I looked at, I looked and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, they actually are. That's but crazy. they're funny. When I went to um, Atlantic City yeah. for a bachelor, bachelorette weekend thing. Mm-hmm. And we went to the Jersey Shore house. I have pictures of myself in the Jersey Shore house. And in one of the family reunion episodes, they like, it was like one of the last ones before Angelina got married. Yeah. And they went to the Jersey Shore house and we were like trying to figure out what days they went. And we came to find out that we went to the house and we were there five days after they left. Oh, damn. That's pretty... That's pretty quick. That's I was pretty sad. sad. You're like, I could have seen this. Could have seen them. We went to the t-shirt store. It's t-shirt time. Every single time I'd wake up in the morning, you gotta do fist bump, push up, chapstick. Oh. 
I got a I like t-shirt that, that says fist pump push-up chapstick. I like um that clip that they have of Polly D and he walks in and it's like Ronnie, uh, Snooky, and I think Jaywell maybe and they're like being dramatic and talking. Oh, and he's and like, he walks in, I'm he's mad. Like, I'm mad. I'm mad at you. So don't even try talking to me because I'm mad at you. Because I'm mad at you. I'm just so mad. I'm pissed. Yeah. No, I actually shared that the other day. Someone said It's a good clip. So hard at it. It's oh. a good clip. GTO. Jimtown Laundry. Let's be honest. All the memes. They All they did was just get drunk. Had a camera crew follow them to clubs. Yeah. They would just hook up with people and have drama. I want to know how they could continuously drink. They're all alcoholics. I don't care. That's. They had to be. That's or insane. Or have to be. That's insane. I think the situation's sober now. He is. Yeah. He went to jail. He went to jail for like tax evasion, I think, right? Yeah. Or fraud, something with taxes. Tax evasion. He's married. That sucks. But he learned his lesson. He looked like he was a lot chiller. Yeah, he was, the he was better reunion. in the reunions. I kind of liked, though, in the older ones where he would get, like, feisty. Yeah. And start a bunch of shit. That and clip like, of him when he, Ron. like, smashed his head into the wall and had to wear the yeah. neck roll. <laughs> yeah. And he's in, he's like, it just gets so lonely sometimes. Yeah, he's, and he's, outside, like, crying. He's a butt cry with his neck brace <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, one of the biggest memes from that show. Yeah. He's, like, crying and hear him. <laughs> I like I wouldn't want to show my vulnerability to the entire world like that. You know what I mean? Okay, but if you were getting paid like a hundred fifty grand an episode, then maybe that's. I'm pretty sure they got paid a hundred fifty an episode. There he is. <laughs> this is we're pulling this up, Trevor. This is one of the pictures we're posting with her. <laughs> With her episode, it's just him crying. Look at Louis. Louis <laughs> his no. face is, oh my god. Wait, what the one with do, Vinny though? and pa- oh, literally Ron. Like I think went at him, and he like started being all macho and being like, "Come on!" And he like tried smash to like his smash his head, head he against the wall, smash his head into the but wall. didn't realize it was concrete. Oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. What when Polly has the neck brace on? I mean, Mike. No, right here. Go down, Trevor. Right there. Stop. Oh, yeah. Over. Yeah, right there. <laughs> Look at Vinny's in the background. Polly has it on. Oh, they just didn't give a fuck, huh? Those two, I, like I said, the one where they're being the like the totally Italian people with the sweatband and the, yeah, the jacket. Fist, and they're fist like, bump, push-up, chapstick. Fist bump, push-up, chapstick. I didn't get it, but um, one of my old, one of the girls i used to date her she had a uh, group chat called dirty little hamsters with her friends and i was like why the fuck is the group chat called that and then i saw a clip the other day of mike the situation told angela he's like fucking dirty little hamster <laughs> in like the first season yeah. and i was like oh that makes sense yeah, dirty little hamster <laughs> wait look up the fist bump push-up yet I don't know if we can play it out loud. Go back to that picture of us with the Snooky cardboard cutout at Pheasant Lane Mall. No, it wasn't Snooky. Oh, that was, was Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. Oh, my gosh. I feel like we saw a Snooky cutout that day, too. 
I don't think so. I remember a Snooki cutout, but... No, it was Justin Bieber. Yeah, those were the awkward years. I feel like I'm still in those awkward years. Yeah, it's... Right now is a weird... It's like transition year for me. I feel awkward because I feel like I was doing really good with quarantine and everything. Yeah. Going on. And then I think subconsciously seeing everyone go back to school and realizing that I am not going to go back to like undergrad college and like that's kind of over it like it's weird you know what I mean it's like I I feel like it's the same feeling that people felt when they left high school and then started working and like saw like their friends go into like freshman year or saw like people from the year below them go back to school and like you're just not in that social environment yeah, anymore. yeah it's weird honestly if I could do high school again yeah I would. Oh, I wouldn't. High school. My dad always says, best four years of your life. And I was like, no way. And I was a freshman in high school. Freshman year sucked. Because you're just weird. Yeah. I mean, it's awkward because you're like the new kids in the new kids And in you're the small home. and you see seniors and you're like, oh my God, it's well, adults. Think about that. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, you're a freshman. You're like 14, 15 years old. And you're looking at these seniors like, oh my gosh, they're adults. You're 17, 18 years old when you're a senior. Well, no, the you weirdest... know how young you are? Yeah, no, the weirdest thing that I ever experienced was when my mom had us move to Georgetown yeah. that one year. That school, it was a middle school and high school put together. Yes. So, like, the second... The first floor was everyone. Second floor was just high school. Mm. And the third floor was middle school. So I was in seventh grade going to the second level to, I think, Mandarin class. Yeah. And, like, I'd be in seventh grade walking like past seniors. people that are in 12th grade. Yeah. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, wow. Oh. Like, you're an adult and I'm scared. Yeah. That's crazy, though, I'm a that child. we think of that as, like, they were adults, but really you're so young at that age. And then I remember when I went to college and I was, like, the seniors in college are super old and now i'm that age and i'm like i'm so young yeah i feel so young yeah no i don't get it it was a stressful time i liked but i liked high school i loved everything about it i loved all my teachers i like college better than high school well see i didn't do the whole four-year four-year thing i went to middle sex for like a little bit yeah and then i just haven't gone back i'm gonna go back yeah it's just, I don't know when. See, like, the four-year school is really for the experience, like, the social experience, I feel like. Yeah, that's, I get, I get that. I got, well, I got accepted to go to Salem State, but I didn't end up going. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Then I wanted to go into the Air Force. Yep. Or Coast Guard. You should have. They would have paid for your school afterwards, or they would have helped at least. No, if I'm going to do it, it's going to be... Get some sort of college degree. And then go, go in. in as an officer. There you go. But who knows? Probably not. You never know. You I'm don't. Just, that, that's the crazy thing about life is you don't know what direction it's going to send you. I'm just Wh- going with the flow. I didn't know there was going to be a fucking pandemic. We're living through a pandemic right now. I know. And it's going to be crazy. It's nuts. When we're like in our 50s. We're like, we lived through we a pandemic. We were there. I was there. We're going to yeah. make history books. Well, that's what I was saying is, like, 
the other night I was just having a chat with my dad because like I said I feel like I was doing good through quarantine and now I feel like right now like everything's hitting me and I I kind of felt like the last couple weeks have been in like a slump and like everything's finally like kind of caving in because you know it's tough to find a job and I'm a college graduate and I'm looking but everyone's work from home right now there's not a lot of like entry-level positions going out and I'm like can I get one like as fast as I can and then I don't like maybe there's going to be a spike so as soon as I get one like what happens if they lay me off right away like there's so much going on and it's just all like kind of was congested in my consciousness and I just on my mental like I just felt like I was in a slump and I talked to him he's like listen dude like it could be worse he's like think about he's like you're going through like you're living through a pandemic he's like think about people in 1918 yeah like you're not the only one too so like no other, i know there's a that's lot what of I mean, people though. there's people that in your shoes so at least you have others to like yeah connect with it's true but one of the things is <laughs> yeah seriously yeah. one of the things is though that he was saying was it could be worse like this pandemic as much as it's tough it doesn't have a high uh, mortality rate like the spanish flu did mm -hmm. and think about back then like people it was 1918 and the spanish flu was going on and it killed a bunch of 20 to 40 year olds and then immediately after everyone got their life together from that you have the great depression and then you have world war ii oh my god so what's next for us i don't know but he's what his his message was like back then people were literally poor and homeless and had to go through world like world wars and he's like we're just we're handling a pandemic and i mean there's other shitty stuff going on in this country right now but it's not as bad as it was a hundred years ago yeah like the 1918 flu's toll with the flu pandemic raging the life expectancy in the u.s plummeted in 1918 so for females it looked like it was the life expectancy for like a female 57 uh, 56 yeah so this was between 1915 and 1920 it was at 56 probably at between 1916 it started going down in 1918 it was at 42 look at the male Males, 36 the male, what was the apex for the male though in 1915 52 and a half and then in 1918 36. 36 oh my gosh what's with women living last? why do why, why do why, why do we i don't know i think the disease um hit a lot of males more if i had to guess i'm gonna say because of the war and back then i don't think there was a lot of women at the work wor like working, working yeah. or going out and I don't think they were in World War One. So imagine like back then with the war, they're like, whoa, this fucking pandemic. And then they're also sending themselves across seas and it's just spreading around the world. You know what I mean? At least here in today's day and age, we're like, all right, everyone shut everything down. Back then they had they had no communication like that across world where they could get out the information as fast as they can. When they shut everything down, I was so shocked. I know we went out to dinner a couple – we went out to dinner one of the first weeks um, they opened restaurants back up. Yeah, we did. But I did was we? also with you because I worked that Sunday. It was the March 15th. That was the last bar we went to. Yeah, March 15th. We went to Miranda's No, Mar it was March 15th I worked on Sunday. Yeah. And then 
one of the other servers, her table said that they were closing down restaurants. And the bartender looked it up. And saw it. And saw it and was like, holy shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, our manager walked in. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow, this is actually about to happen. Yeah. You I'm came like, over right after, too. I came over on the Monday with someone that works with me. We had dinner with you. You guys were like, we're going to get laid off. Yeah. Did they already and then, lay no, you they off? They laid or? us. They, I got the email sitting at your dinner table the next day. <laughs> That's awful. And I was like, wow. Like, at least you have your job back now, though. Oh, yeah. No. It's... I, well, I thought we were, when they closed down, we were supposed to go back in April. I think it was April 17th. Took and a it just kept bit. going, kept going. And as, as long as it kept going, like the first first month, I was like, um, I don't know if I could do this. Yeah. Just because I enjoy going to work. Mm-hmm. It's a good little breaker in between. It's a good routine. You were getting unemployment, though. Yeah, I got unemployment. So it's better than not having anything. I got unemployment. I filed for unemployment. Literally at the kitchen table, didn't Literally you? at the kitchen table in your house. Yeah. And got it, and I got it. I remember my mom was like, just do it now. I wasn't going to. Because <laughs> I was like, nah, I'll be fine. Oh, no, good thing she made you do that because... I've been screwed. Yeah. Do you think you would have had the... Like, you would have just had the ambition to do it later? No. March 23rd, Governor Baker issued an emergency order requiring all employees that do not provide COVID-19 essential services close their physical workplaces and facilities to workers customers and the public no yeah we um had a meeting that saturday before they closed yeah. before we knew any of that it was getting it to this extent and they were going to start closing down mondays and tuesdays so on tuesday like they announced it the 15th of march mm-hmm. and then the 17th of march st patrick's day was on a tuesday and we weren't going to be open but they said that was the last day for restaurants to be able to be open yeah. So Sunday was just our last day. Clean the bar. Say goodbye to it's everyone. Crazy. I can't believe we're living during this time. Like, it's gotten better in the summer. It was like, really bad in the beginning. I don't know. Like, especially, I just this year is so uncertain that... It's going to come back. That's what I'm saying. We're going to shut We're spike. gonna shut down again. I just saw a headline, which, like, I, I always say... I can you can never just trust headlines. Yeah. It's just clickbait. But I did see something in like my Apple News that said that spikes were happening in Europe again, which scared them for a second like big spike. It's gonna happen again. But the thing is, I don't know if there's gonna be a big spike going on in America. Everyone shits on America. But we haven't been able to shake it in the first place, so we have all these restrictions going on anyways. So, like, how are we just going to keep spiking? It's going to be the winter time. It's going to close, like, places aren't going to have outside seating. They're going to have 50% capacity, inside seating, social distancing. I mean, I can see maybe it spreads a little more, but I can't see a massive spike going on for some reason. I think especially with how we haven't been able to shake it off and how we have restrictions still in place. Know, like over like the, in Europe, they, the over in Europe, they almost went back to like full, full shit. We're the laughing stock of the world right now. We haven't had a break. We haven't had a break. Hopefully, uh, as America always seems to be, we can be resilient from this and come back. But yeah, everyone just gotta follow the rules. It's just such a for di- like 
literally just a few months and it's we'll such just see a divided happens. country and the pandemic is only making it worse it's making it's just like it's feel it's like suffocating people and then they're getting antag like antagonized and now with the elections coming up it's just back and forth and it's just so it's much shit. so much shit going on the only thing that i can say is i feel like we would be better in this country if like one of the things i learned in that book extreme ownership is almost like if everyone was just accountable for all of their actions and everything they said but i feel like nowadays it's you say something and you're like, "Well, I didn't say I didn't say that. Like, I don't want to take the blame." You know what I mean? Like, just be accountable for yourself. Be accountable for your actions. No, it's all about pride. It's so much about pride. It's it's disgusting. It's like how many scientists have I seen come up on the news and say they know something about cor- coronavirus and then they're wrong. You don't see anyone being like, "Oh, I was wrong." No, the social the social media aspect of this and the media on a, the media just in general. Everyone just... Is making the situation 10 times worse than it should be. Yeah. Well, I was talking... I woke up this morning and I talked to my dad before I went to work. And he was like, the news is just so much different than it was back in the day when I was your age. He says, like, when I was your age, they were just, like, monotone, just older people. And they just said it. They just gave you facts. He said, nowadays, he's like, look at this guy right here. And, like, I was watching it. And it's just... He's like, nowadays, it's younger people... And it's almost like they have them, like, acting to be dramatic so it, like, just catches the viewership. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's crazy. Like, I, I didn't see what was going on upstairs for the, with the world news. But right, I don't know if you were here or right before you showed up. I could hear it in the other room. And it was like, with vaccines on the horizon, here are the disturbing images of kids going back to school and college. It was like... Why did you use the word disturbing? Like, we're just trying to get back to normal life. We're just trying to get our education. We're just, I know there's a pandemic going on, but how is that disturbing? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they just use, they pick and choose these headlines and words to really morph the narrative and really scare people because it has to be super dramatic in order for people to view it. Yeah, and then there's people like us that look at it and we're like, nah. Nah. Kids going to school. Let them go to school. Like, one of the craziest things that I just saw, though, was that gender reveal that... Oh, what was that? I saw that. That gender... So, I guess someone had... They had a gender reveal party, and they had, like, an explosive. Yeah. It caused a forest fire that burned up to 7,000 acres. Oh, my God. They're like, it's a boy. Here's some fire. Here's, yeah. Jeez, gender reveal, pyrotechnic blamed for 7,000-acre wildfire in California. I saw this video. Oh, my gosh. They're going to be... They're trapped. Imagine being that kid. That kid isn't even born yet. And you're already (laughs) destroying stuff. That kid isn't even born. That kid might be Satan. Plot twist. Conspiracy theories. You guys listening to this? No, I try not to listen to conspiracy theories. Maybe they're the Antichrist. They freak me out. Yeah. I want to do a conspiracy theory episode on the podcast for Halloween. I know who you could, you should have on for that. I think we're thinking about the same people. Yeah, you know. Should I? I'll, I'll invite her. She'll get into it. I know. Well, the thing is, I want what I want to do with it is I want to research one, and I want each person to come with like a good like known conspiracy theory, and then we talk about those and like literally talk about the facts about them, and then. 
we tell our own conspiracy theories that we have thought of that aren't like big name ones and stuff like that so i'm sure she has plenty of them i have a conspiracy theory about how the uh news and media is just portrayed i got to do more research and facts on it but like it's my big conspiracy theory that basically just big money names control the narrative and the media so they control the population makes sense yeah i could see it Mm -hmm. definitely have to read more into it but oh yeah well i have a good um example but i need more facts on the example so but yeah conspiracy theories are crazy like did we go to the moon or not or my biggest one i'm is gonna like, say no that I... one that one makes me mad i think it's a no you don't think we went to the moon no i think we just did it to pretty much be like hey russia look it yeah we went to the moon there you go there's another sign of the, uh just big money people having the media just trying to show change. it up. yeah yeah we were just like hey look we went to the moon and we just had su like really good special effects yeah green screen it's like yeah, how many people <laughs> do you think russia if we actually didn't go to the moon and russia was trying and they couldn't do how many people did they just shoot up in space and they never came back probably so many probably still floating around up there that's what i'm saying their bodies are just floating in space just endless time unless they hit something they're just in the void, just mm -hmm. cosmonauts. Space dead. is something that I'm very interested in, but the actual thought of it freaks me out. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Interstellar? No. You should watch that. I just saw, I like, Chris, Christopher Nolan's like one of my favorite directors. And he just came out with a movie called Tenant. And I went and saw that. And that was really good. But he made a movie called Interstellar, which is about space travel. And it has Matthew McConaughey in it. And mm -hmm. it's so good. It's such like a mind fuck, too. Like, you would like it. You'd be like, whoa. I don't know if I'll be okay after Like, I, I watched it the first time I watched it. It's like two hours and 40 minutes. So it's a long movie, but you're like hooked to it. And I left the room after I watched it. I was like a, a freshman in college. And it was right around the time when like it started to get dark early. So I came back from class, uh, I turned it on and it was start, it was like dusk. And then when it ended, it was completely dark out. It was like seven o'clock at night and I went to the dining hall and I just ate dinner by myself and I felt like I was just staring into the void. Cause I was like, what did I just watch? Hmm. It was crazy. Yeah. Two hours and 50 well, minutes. It's on Hulu. It's so, is it on Hulu? Yeah. It just said it's on Hulu. Damn. Maybe I'll watch it. It's smoke a bowl it's so good look at the bar it made 698.9 million dollars smoke a bowl when i get home and watch it and watch it you'll like it matthew mcconaughey is really good in it there's some parts that are like super emotional like it it gets it's a good movie it is you'll christopher nolan makes like these crazy fucking movies there's this one scene in it where they're at this spoiler alert guys the whole object is that they need to go find other planets to live on because Earth is dying. Mm -hmm. So this one planet is revolving around a black hole. And because of the black hole's gravitational pull, it makes um, the time there go by slower. Mm -hmm. So it's like in the background, they score the music and you can hear tick marks in it. And like they count down and it's like every like 30 seconds or something on that planet is like or every three minutes or something is like seven years back in Earth. It's crazy. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, I don't even know. 
I don't understand. But they, they get like off the planet and they're like, how much time has passed? Because they go back up to one of the space stations and the guy up in the space station that they just saw 30 minutes ago aged like 30 years. Wow. And back home it was like aged like 30 years. It was crazy. Anne Hathaway. She's really good in it. I like Anne Hathaway. How do you say that kid's name? Timothy Chalamet? Where? Is that his name? Chalamet. 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 I think. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, so I would say if you like space, it's 8.6 out of 10 stars. Oh, I bought one of those things for my room. Sidetrack. Side note. Skylight? Yeah, it shows the stars in my ceilings. You should put that up and smoke a bowl and watch Interstellar. You'll be like, whoa. I don't know if I'll be all right. I'm telling you, you might just want to have your rabbit with you, your bunny, and just to pet it. You should be like, what? what is going on? <laughs> Comfort <laughs> just, me. Yeah, therapy bunny. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for coming on the podcast. I had a fun time just shooting the shit with you. No problem. That was great. We'll see you guys. I don't know why I said see you guys next time. Usually I just say peace. Yeah, you're not seeing anyone. Yeah. <laughs> our only fan. Yeah. <laughs> our only fan. That's our only fan. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Anytime. Yep. See you guys later. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the show this week. I had a blast with Josie. We kind of just talked about whatever popped up on our minds and whatever we wanted to talk about. That's how we've been having conversations for the last... I don't know, since we've been able to talk to each other. We've known each other for 23 years, so... Like we said in the beginning of the episode, talking about Suicide Prevention Month, I encourage anyone who is listening right now to reach out to a friend or family member or someone they haven't talked to in a while and just say hi. You never know how you're going to impact somebody's life um, in a positive way just by contacting them or asking them how they're doing in life. Right now, I feel like... During these times with COVID, it, it's kind of nice to just to hear from someone you haven't heard from a while since we've all kind of been quarantined away and haven't been able to get out and be as social as we usually are. So until next time, you guys can find us on Instagram at Cut to the Chase Podcast for more information and content on our show. Don't be afraid to tell a friend that we are streaming on all major platforms for podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Music. And until next time, guys, stay safe out there and try not to get canceled. Peace.